0: The following podcast is a BE and e Network exclusive. Maybe you listen to Chop to the Chester Radio. We just want to thank you so much to all our listeners and all the love, all the messages we get on Facebook. Uh man, we just wanna share the stories of these local wrestlers. We are a love letter to local wrestling. We wanna hear how you got started, what what inspired you to, to, to get into that ring. Um uh, man we just want to hear your story, so thank you to all the people that are on the show, just sharing their heart, sharing their passion. Um, we just want to give a shout out to all the sponsors. That's Reality of Wrestling, Anthony Macaluso with Anthony Macaluso Realty, Rockin' Rivers Bounce Houses. That's Riot Barber Studios, Deville Photography, and Beyond Burger. We just want to thank you guys so much. If you guys have not used or visited these establishments, check them out. Especially Reality of Wrestling. October twelfth, set your calendars. That is October twelfth, two thousand nineteen. Reality of Wrestling: The Rise to Wrestling World. Royalty is their next event. Be sure you get some tickets. Check it out. You want to be on hand for this one because the man we have on the show today, Mr. Brendenstein, will be there. Just doing what he's been doing all year long. Just. Electrifying, entertaining man The kid is on fire We will hear his story How he jumped in his car and ended up in Houston, Texas Could be from New Orleans, could be from Jazzy We're not really sure You're going to hear that story today Along how he became Reality of Wrestling's breakout star of 2018 You're going to hear his version of the street fight I'm going to shut up But you're going to hear me in a second Let's jump back in with Mr. Brendan Steen Give it up, baby It's shot to the chest The following contest is scheduled for one fall it is time, baby. We are recording from the fabulous Beyond Burger, right in, from, right in front of the World Gym Arena. Mr. Nate Laws, how's your burger? The only one still
1: eating. Most rest of us took it out. Man, it's awesome. It is Kobe. It's... The egg, it's bacon, avocado, banana peppers. Man, I'm going in on it right now, brother.
0: That is Mr. 409. will be quiet for the next 10 minutes because I'll we'll have a burger shoved <laughs> in his face. But I'm your boy, Chevy Chauverie, the excellence of podcast execution. And we are with our man, the brains behind the operation, El Guapo. What you got to say, my man? How are y'all doing? Uh, I feel a
2: little left out because I didn't get any dinner. I was afraid it, I was going to bust my macros. That's your, so. it's your
0: fault, Brent. Having such a system I, I, in your life. You got yes, to do the free, bro. Right. You got to throw some bacon and cheese on a burger every once in a while. Uh, no. And do your thing. We are here <laughs> with the amazing, I'm super excited, Mr. Brendan Steen, who's just on this hot streak. This year, everywhere I go, your name comes up. Everybody talks about how amazing dude you are. What you're doing in the ring is blowing me away. Your your promos that you're recording all over the
1: place well, are well, just simply buddy, amazing. I don't I, mean to cut in, no, but cut I will. In. Cut in, my man. Man, you will give this man his due. I'll always let you cut in <laughs> Man, he day. has the award, man. I got it. Man, he's got the award, man. Bring out Star, man. Bring in Star. <laughs> King.
0: That's right, oh, baby. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna throw it over Rise to, star. To, Here we go. to Mr. Four <laughs> Nine.
0: You know a little bit more about Mr. Steen than we do. Um, throw, throw a couple more facts out there, and then we'll, we'll talk to him.
1: Man, I tell you what, man, I've been knowing Mr. Steen for a long time. Man, I want to say around, but 2008, 2009, 2000. Oh, Okay, yeah, yeah, 2009. Yeah. My bad, my bad, <laughs> man. Uh, but that's I, 10 years, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Yeah, 10 years. Whoever's doing the math out there, <laughs>
1: other than me, and grops with that math action. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Man, but you know, when I met Mr. Steen, he went by a different name, right? What? Hey, fill us in on that little bit, man. Help us out on that little
3: oh, bit. Oh, man, you're talking about uh, Joey
1: Jersey? Jersey oh, man. Yes. Man. Oh, God. Man, one of the coolest Jersey cats. City, huh? Yes, one of the coolest cats I ever had the pleasure of sharing the locker room with, man. I mean, to see you, everything that you've been doing, from where you were to where you are now, man, it is truly awesome. Mm-hmm. And appreciate to see that. you come mm-hmm. back and come back with a vengeance. Yes. Letting these guys from the reality of wrestling know I am a force to be reckoned with. I love
3: it. I appreciate the conwares from everybody at the studio. It's an honor to be here.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Man. yeah so, we're, yeah, we're venturing out, man. We jumped out. We are record... The uh, Reality Wrestling Studios and in, in the room they have there. But we hopped out. We're trying to... One of our newest sponsors, Beyond Burger, mm-hmm. let us record. Fed a few of us. You gotta That's be good. honest. When you first sent me the text, I was like,
2: what happened? They kick us out?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? No, no, no. We're just trying. Uh, right, we're trying right. different things. But yeah, that could also... We it. kicked I'll out of it. a lot of places. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Steen, tell yes, us. sir. Tell us your story, my man. How did you get into professional
3: wrestling professional wrestling for me has always been around in my life uh for the moment i was a little kid honestly uh my first glimpse of professional wrestling was probably five or six years old sitting on the couch with my dad and i just uh i remember sitting there watching you flip through channels and whatnot and uh he stopped for a moment and it was more Night that raw and uh it was Shawn michaels in a big cowboy hat and that was my very first like image of, of wrestling i was just glued to it and he switched a channel. Was that when he lost his smile, or was it was after? I, it had to been. because I think Sergeant Slaughter was in there as like the enforcer, like or like the uh, commissioner, whatever. I think rule. with the whole
0: cowboy hat, was still like in the yeah. the glamour bling mm-hmm. bling outfits? So I think it was
3: after. This I'm, is you like like we're talking like '96. So this is right in his like right okay. the title run get, for sure. Um, but yeah, I just uh, my dad changed a channel. And I was like, what is that? Well, anyways fast forward maybe a year later uh, in first grade a guy with some buddies and they all were watching Monday Night Nitro at the time and I was mm-hmm. like t- they were talking about it and talking about it finally I went home watched it and I was glued with the whole NWO WCW the cruiserweights everything back in the day I just think wrestling back in the day as a whole was just 10 times better than it is today
1: honestly oh you're not lying there's a reason bro. I
3: got really? glued to it at that young age and why I still like when I would do film study when I watch wrestling in general it's always from back in the day over, as opposed to now nothing against now but wrestling back day is great <laughs>
0: So you say back in the day, my day. Excuse back me. Back in your day, yeah, yeah. Um, we want to talk about how how old you are, because in the ring you look like a like a young barrel. Let's talk about how old are you, man? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. So so, the story goes you're you're a rookie, and let's jump out of j- jump out of kayfabe a little bit, Eddie. Don't be mad at us, bro. I know. That's your vibe. Let's talk about how long you've
3: really been in the business, because years ago, yeah. you actually started and stepped away for a little while. All together, uh, I did two years from back then, and now okay. I'm, I'm making... And what, what year was that? From 2009 to 2011. Okay, so... Yeah. That was the, that was my first broke-in. It was back at uh, Brook T's old promotion, PWA, located in Houston, downtown, off of Commerce Street, right by Minute Maid Park, and uh, that's how I originally broke into wrestling.
0: Okay, and was that your what? What drove you to go there in the first place?
3: Um, Had you done any kind of wrestling at I, all? I did amateur wrestling in high school, and uh, I just—I mean, like, I, like you know, in high school, I just. I was just always wanted to be a wrestler. Like, like Olympic style wrestling. Kurt yeah, yeah. Angle. Yeah. Well not up. not that, but like yeah. I just like I did it because I figured it might help translate when I do actually attempt uh, to do professional wrestling. So even
0: in high school you had a dream oh, yeah, of yeah. stepping in this ring. I
3: always tell everybody, like, my mom was like, Freshman year, what do you want to do? I wanna a wrestler. She's like, Whatever. Sophomore year, same answer. Junior year. And to senior, she's like, You gotta be kidding me. Come up and like, no, I wanna be a wrestler. It was like I was, that's how serious I was and I saved up after high school for an entire year to get my money right and I was listening to different schools I'm going to and uh, listen to this podcast with Jim Ross and uh, put over two schools he put over Lance Storm's uh, PWA out in Canada and he put over Booker T's PWA out in Houston and I was like well that's right by home it's not that far I'm making the move, and that's what I—that's what I—that's what I did. And you came from where? Uh, New Orleans. That's where I'm originally from. No, man. Yeah, really, Gretna, Gretna, right outside New Orleans, West. Bay. So you're not from Jersey? What? <laughs> what? No. No. what? Bum bum bum. We're uh. destroying
0: Eddie's. Eddie's <laughs> gonna quit our podcast uh, every time Northern he comes in, he in. His up, pay heart gets broken. <laughs> yeah. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> so so tell, tell us about the Jersey thing. When were you Jersey in this PWA?
3: Yeah, I, I, when what? I when I first broke in, oh. uh, you know. You first break in, you're trying to find a gimmick, a character, something to go off of. And uh, for me, everybody said I had this northern accent, this Jersey accent. I had never heard it before in my life because all I was around was New Orleans, you know, like people who talk like me. So right, right. They were like, you sound like this guy from Jersey. You need to run with it. It's just you. It's it's." So I did, and I took the ball, and I ran with it. That's right. You,
0: you were the original... Um, uh, Jersey Shore guy Yeah, you I think, that, I, think you I even know. started
3: Before the Jersey Shore no. <laughs> yeah. oh, Who was the guy from, from TNA What was his name Rob Robbie E Robbie E, Robbie e. He yeah. stole your gimmick bro He did He's making a lot of money Off of us too <laughs> oh, right. oh, I that. need some uh, What's a
0: uh, Royalties exactly. yeah. Yeah. Royalties yeah. baby yeah. Hey Robbie If you're listening to this He's <laughs> from Houston too Do y'all know that Oh he is I don't know He is now I here. know for a fact I met him once I was working at a, um, a Taylor shop My buddy's Taylor shop I was working the front counter and this dude comes in. His hair was not up. It was I didn't even recognize him, you know. Uh, he was, like, in regular clothes, whatever. And uh, he was living here from Houston for a while. So I don't know if he's from Houston, but I know he lived here for a stint. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I'm Robbie. And I knew who he was, but I just didn't see him, with it. you know. And he, like, pulled out an 8x10 out of his car and was like, look, it's me. Like, he's mm-hmm. trying to prove to me. <laughs>
1: look, it's me. But it's the home. whole coolest thing about that isn't that you met Robbie even, even though it was cool. Yeah. The fact that you said you were working in a tailor shop. Oh, yeah, straight up. You know? So, I mean, that just... Just, that's gonna be a story all on its own. Yeah, we'll talk so. about that later. So, uh, Rob's me my money, <laughs> I know.
0: so we know where to find you. I'm gonna hit up that tailor shop still. Hey, sucker. No, you ain't getting your clothes fitted. Um, he's like, "Come on, man, I'm from Jersey. I need tight clothes."
3: Yeah. Uh, so, so you PWA two years. What caused you to step away? I think uh, for me, I just immature. I didn't uh, appreciate like what I had at the time. You know, you don't know with like what. You know, what's the thing saying? You don't have to realize what's good until it's gone. For me, I got burnt out. I miss my family more so more than anything. I've never been. Around you were here
0: by yourself. By Nobody myself. came down Nobody. with me. All I had was my wrestling you wrestling You jumped in the car with the dream. Right. Came and down. I did it for two years and uh. Who are you still close with from
3: back then? Uh, Ryan, uh, Kevin, uh, Gustavo. Kevin. Mm. Was, Kevin was in the ring yeah. at this time. Kevin was. Yeah, produced. he was a uh, uh, Kelly Kevin. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was his gimmick. Uh, great gimmick. Uh, you got I wish he could uh, just one that ma- one more match, please, Kevin. One more <laughs> one match. match. One, one more match. More match. One Kevin, more if you're listening to this,
0: I know you don't listen to my podcast, <laughs> even though you're on the first one. Come on, we want your back. Chop to the chest.
3: Yeah, he had a great character. Uh, who else? Uh, well, Paul Cook. I don't know if y'all remember Paul Cook. Oh no, well. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. He, I still keep in touch with him, but. Uh, yeah, if I'm forgetting anybody, I feel terrible, but... Uh, it's really a short list, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm
0: so we're, we're painting this picture, right? You're just a kid mm-hmm. seeing Shawn Michaels. Oh, oh uh,
3: excuse me. That's one. Oh, I, I know what, no. Aiden, A. Cristiano.
1: I you, you know you, the chops coming a. your way. Right, right. Aiden
0: yeah, 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 Cristiano. <laughs> every, everybody. Like, every yeah, single. Yeah. So I think we're there's no way we're going to avoid it. Aiden Cristiano is going to have to be on our podcast. Almost yeah. Every single yeah. podcast that we have, his name comes up.
3: Oh, he's, he's the best, man. That's what everybody says. I learned so much um, from him,
0: it's ridiculous. Yeah. That That's it right there. Yeah, everybody it. talks about it. So we had Famili on a few weeks ago. Um, and they just like his mark in Houston wrestling is legendary. We oh, yeah. really? even know? had a, a walk in by uh, Mr. Brian Keith, and he even said the same thing about him. Mm, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. So that's that's amazing. It's it's all people from all different styles of wrestling, all walks of life, all you know, yeah. whatever.
1: Well, Say you would, brother. If you if uh, I'm not gonna speak for Jersey, but I mean, he might feel the same way. When you step in the ring with Oz, man, it's a different level. Yeah. He makes you elevate your game. He makes you. It's sort of like uh, wait a, a minute. who's was Oz, Aiden Cristiano. <laughs>
0: you could be breaking yeah. the cave babe, in front
1: of <laughs> <guard> you. you. <laughs> well, Aiden Cristiano. I mean, it's like playing one on one with uh, like Jordan mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, and you have like to that? you have to elevate your game because would you say you Jordan more like Scottie Pippen? Yeah. I'm, I'm telling <laughs> you, when you get in the ring with him, <laughs> if you're not stepping your game up, you're you're behind, mm-hmm. and <laughs> he's gonna make you pay for it. Trust me, but. I mean, to interact with somebody and he just makes you that much better. Like, I talked about it before, having a couple of different matches with him. Every time I got in the ring with him, it was so funny. Like, every time I had a match with him, he jumped me from behind. But every time I was in the ring with him, he made me elevate my game. It made me become that baby face, made me turn into that person. Now, I know he probably did the same for you as well. Absolutely,
3: yeah. I haven't worked him that much. I only worked him really once ever. You know, from back in the day. But, like... It's like he says, like, every night with training, it's the same thing. You just walk out a better wrestler. Every time you're in there training with him, uh, rolling around with him, He just got a wealth of knowledge. You just want to pick his brain as much as you possibly can if you're at that gym, for sure. Yeah.
0: So your little kid... Watching Shawn Michaels, boom, mm-hmm. catch your heart. Yeah. You get in high school, you start collegiate wrestling or whatever you call Amateur it. Amateur wrestling. Amateur yeah. wrestling, mm-hmm. um, just to gain knowledge because you knew without a shadow of a doubt you're going to be in that ring. Right. As soon as you're old enough, you find out mm-hmm. about Booker T. School, mm-hmm. drop everything, drive from New Orleans, which what five six hours away. Yeah, about five and a half. About yeah. five and a half. No friends, no nothing, just mm-hmm. a dream and a car, and you're here in Houston. Yeah. And then two years in. Burnt out,
3: like I said. of my out. family it was main main thing. Um, also, the school relocating, I was worried about the you know um, the future of it. Cause yeah, I was all about staying there at, at Commerce, but when they relocated, uh, I was just like I wasn't sure if they were going to still be where around. Where did they go after Commerce? They went to uh, uh, Winkler Street. Okay. Uh,
1: is it out in no. Clear Lake Down or? the road from um, Clear Lake.
0: Well, I know they're having the shows at the Clear Lake. Yeah, yeah. Um, where were they training? It, it was, was
1: cool. um, down the road from the airport.
3: Yeah, by Hobby, right? Okay. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Right around that mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I only went to that gym uh, like the first day to like open just to like say goodbye, you know. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then so when you went to back to New Orleans, was there any wrestling there? There was a uh, yeah, there was Wildcat. Uh, Wildcat's been around for a long time. I just uh, like I said, I don't know what it was about me. I was just like I, I felt like I was just burnt out, you know. And so you didn't, you didn't even get back. I into couldn't even like watch wrestling because like it was just hard to watch, you know. What I mean, I don't know. It just I had like a hard. Uh, it's it's. it's it's weird. Like, I had a breakup with it. You know, it's yeah. the same way I, how I treated it. It, 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 was, uh, it was hard to get over. You wouldn't even, like, slide into its DMs every once in a while to see how it was doing? <laughs> every once in a while I would. Like, I, I'd, like, you know, check news and stuff. And, I, I mean, I don't know. I still watch the old school wrestling from here and then. But, like, I just for me watching it, it was, just, it was a breakup for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so nothing. About seven years I'm doing yeah, the math, right? Right, right. And I just, you know, I, I figured I should try school out, try to find, you know, uh, a job that pays money because you know wrestling. You know it's like being like struggling artist. Really is. You, you know you have know? to really like hot dogs. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. But uh I did all that. You know, I. Went you think th- that's bad? Imagine being a wrestling podcaster. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the good thing you
1: like burgers. Beyond uh, yeah, uh, burger baby. Beyond yeah. burger baby. Hey, hold on. The way you said it, and you say you broke it with wrestling for some reason. Just in my head, I just see you just sitting there looking out the window. And the Lionel Richie.
0: Hello. Yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and then yeah. the rest of the rings over there and you're like, yeah. Is it
0: me y'all looking for? Yeah, just really Andre the
1: Giant moving in slow
0: motion <laughs> in the ring. Yeah. So so in that seven years there was nothing. You didn't wrestle, you didn't wrestle nothing, in New Orleans. No, nothing um all. and you're still in New Orleans, and then what turned the light
3: on? What th- made it you It was just the uh year after year being unhappy you know trying this job not, not liking it Trying, to, I tried multiple jobs I just never could find my niche like nothing that can make me happy the way wrestling did and it took me that long to realize it but when I realized it like I, I told myself like for me like it's just gonna be different this, the second time around what do you think that is uh what makes you so happy about wrestling uh, for me like i don't know what it is it's just like a safe place for me to go every every day like that to that gym and train for me like uh, i love that yeah. it's such a safe place i'm jumping off a top <laughs> rope and getting smashed in the head <laughs> yeah, with chairs i I've, right, yeah. I've never felt so safe in my life <laughs> but uh, i don't know jumping like into a table <laughs> <laughs> right it's like You're uh <laughs> it makes me feel like uh, i don't know, the kid still alive yeah, that's yeah. what i love doing and uh, i don't know i just got a new focus this time around and i really feel like uh, if i just if i stay on the path that i'm i'm doing who knows where I can go? You know, I really believe in myself this time, and I didn't do that the first. How time. How did you get back in? Um, I called Kevin up one day. You know, I just like I was fed up. I was like, "Look, man, I miss it. I, I want to come back. I'm not, I'm not playing. I want to give this another shot and give it all the all the way." He's like, "All right, man, come down whenever you can make it, and uh, you know, get you signed up again." And I was like, "All right, let's do it." And uh, here I am now. You know, like uh, just I, jump back in yeah, the Yeah, March first, 2018 was the day I got in my car and started. That was my very first day of training. And what would you have in your car? Just dreams of the car again. Oh, man. A lot, of, lot, of, lot of clothes, not much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, air mattress, you know. It's pretty rough. How but, was uh, uh, How did you feel in the drive down here the second time? Were you, what were you thinking? What was oh, going I, um, I was up all night the, the night before, just packing every, everything in my car and putting everything out. Was
0: this like a day decision? Like, hey, I'm going. Oh, no, or, or no, no. It, it was man? like uh, it was like a week. It was okay. a week but for my podcast, you could have said, I'm looking oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. the drive. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm
3: just kidding. <laughs> no, but... Uh, upon I was honest over a couple of days where I was just like that this is this is this is what I need to be doing and uh I did it and uh it was uh i didn't i, I was excited on the way here the second time like I had no doubts as much as crazy that sound like coming out here at 27 twenty uh seven years old being six years six or seven years away like I wasn't nervous at all and uh I just—I don't know. When I came back to training, I just instantly got back into it. It was like riding a bike for me. It really was. I mean, I was a little out of condi- I was a little heavy, a little out of condition. But other than that, I still remembered a lot of the stuff they— the fundamentals they taught me when I was a kid. Thank you so much for
0: listening to Chop to the Chess Radio. You're hearing amazing stories from these amazing performers. You're thinking to yourself, "I've always wanted to do that, and now you can." Check out RealityOfWrestling.com and get information on the Reality of Wrestling Training School. Be trained, mentored, and guided. By Hall of Famer Booker T, WWE Legend Booker T will start you in this crazy business of professional wrestling. Realitywrestling.com. Check it out. Live your dream. Do it now,
3: baby. Who was your first
0: match against?
2: Not not the first time, but the time you returned.
3: When I t- uh Connor Holliman was the first one that yeah for me it was at at Rose. Like in the mm-hmm. summer of twenty eighteen. Yeah, I made my. Um- Summer Champions. Right. Yeah. Uh, four. Yeah, yeah, that was my debut. What was this last one? Five? Five. So really? you... it? No, no, this one was four, wasn't it? Whoa. It
0: was uh, five? Yeah.
3: It's five. So it's okay. been a whole year. Yeah. But yeah, it's been pretty much a whole yeah. year now. And yeah, you, yeah. you guys
0: stole the show this year. So one year in, you made yeah. your debut, mm-hmm. and it's, then you just...
3: It's been, a, it's been a fun ride. It really has. And I just... Uh, now, more than ever, like, uh, now that the rivalry's behind me, like, now's the time for me to step up and really... Uh,
0: You've, you've proved the next yourself chapter. as a... Let's go back. Let's back it up. Mm-hmm. Conor Holloway, your first match. Yeah. Word on the street is it was supposed to be a one-off. It was. It and really it was, was so yeah. good, and people liked it so much. Mm-hmm. And that maybe it just continued to a feud. So I say that to say this, that every, almost every time you're in the ring with somebody, yeah. I've noticed that a bunch of people come, they wrestle, oh, awesome match, clap, clap, clap. When you wrestle... It turns into a thing. Yeah. It turns into a long thing. Right. What do you think about that?
3: I I uh, I love that. Honestly, that to me means more than a title. Uh, I like it's like a, I'm the rivalry. Starter. What did you have between you and Connor? What was that? It was, a, it was supposed to be a one-off. Here's right. your debut. F- thing. I and it like, ended up being how many matches? Uh, man, all together. Six, I believe. It was a six-month program, but we only wrestled five. Okay. Because he took the he had he had a month off, I believe. Um, but yeah. Why are you slacking, Connor? No, I'm just kidding. Where, where <laughs> yet? Kind of crunk, man? Where, where uh, you at, man? <laughs> where the crunk at? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, uh, it was about four or five months, and uh, it was just like we, we had a good story. Uh, he was the underdog. You just wanted to root for, you know, the classic baby face. And that was his face. coming out, right?
0: He was just starting to take off about that time, or he was on he the was, end of
3: it? Uh, he was making a name for himself around that time because right. he was around before then, uh, yeah. but he was really over, um, like, with the, with the, especially the younger audience. They yep. love Connor. And now he's this underdog you just want to cheer for, and here I am, this bully, you know, like yeah I'm a bully bullying a schoolyard so P- I know. picking on him. Let, right? me, let me say this.
0: There's a quick story. Before I knew you, before I met you, man, I was like, I don't like that dude. Like I mean just your character, I was like, Man, that dude, like he's so arrogant. So and then I meet you and I'm like, That's what this a true is supposed dude's to be. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you stealing my thunder, Eddie? I was leading up to that. No, I'm just, well, it's, just no. it's just uh- it just gets to me
2: yeah. that these guys like, well, we root for the heels. We root for the bad guys. Go no to BS. They cheer <laughs> for the cool bad guy because the cool. true heel, they 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 right. hate it, which is the, what a real heel supposed to be. Because right. yeah. I remember having this conversation with this guy. He's like, well, do you like The Miz? Back when The Miz was like a real heel. But he, he was kind like, of annoying no, to me. I don't yeah, like, yeah. That's what a
0: heel supposed to be. Right, yeah. and he totally got me. And I was like, you know what, you're right. Never like since right then, now, do you like Baron Corbin? Did I correct him myself? I, I haven't. <laughs> Why are you gonna call, call me out? You know I don't be watching the brother. Oh, yeah. All I saying. watch is reality wrestling. You know that. Yeah. I mean. Which is good. Love so, learning local wrestling. All I watch is local wrestling.
2: <laughs> yeah. Which is one thing that I love about you. You're a true heel. I mean, thousand percent. Appreciate with you. The, That's
0: what I was building with up with the yellow but, tights oh, and yeah, everything. Classic and, look. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, man. Straight up, like it's night and day between meeting you in real life and seeing you in the ring. Which to me, that's it. Like Eddie said, that's the. That's and the I mean, it's just the storytelling that you've been.
2: And you, you've been like like Chevy said, you've been doing it every time, and yeah. you kind of putting over that, you know, the good guy at the end, yeah, yeah, like, and just getting there, which it reminds, me, it takes me back to my days, kid, as a kid watching it. You know, you would watch it on Saturday morning, whatever, mm-hmm. and the good guy would always get beat up, yeah, and you were like, what the, and you would have to
3: pay for the pay per view for the good guy to win, right? And, to finally see yeah. it, right? yeah, yeah. So
2: I mean, it's. It's a
3: beautiful thing. It's the great. same type of wrestling I love yeah. as well. That's why I, I like to try to em- emulate yep. it. Um, back in the day, like, we talking about true heels. I always like question stuff like like getting merch and having a merch table. Like we're talking about, like like being a real true heel. Like I feel like that's almost wrong to do. Yes, but you got to you, you got to make your money too. You yes. Know. So <laughs> I'm, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say do you
2: have a shirt because Chris Jericho. That's one of the things when he's a heel. With most of the time he never has any shirts.
3: Yeah, but I know.
2: Not one bit of the
0: baby. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the
3: guy's a genius. Man. Yeah, yeah right. So.
0: Right. I've seen that. He put over a scarf. I mean, how do you? How do you do that? Like, you know? He's like, oh, I'm just going to hold my hand a certain way. Mm. And that's going to be my thing. Yeah. And he totally carries it for a year. You know yeah. what I'm mm. saying? Put over a scarf, <coughs> a list. Yeah, yeah. The list was amazing. So I'm watching you, man. And, and that's what just more giving you props on. on as, as somebody who's, you know, just a fan in the audience, but also kind of a little bit on the inside seeing this trust that these that, that five, you know, two-time Hall of Pay- Famer two-time Hall of Famer mm-hmm. five-time champion is putting you right. to take this one-off oh, you're going to fight with Conor Crump. Now it's a series
3: and then what was the next big series you were in? Uh, Well, I did the thing with Connor I wrestled uh, Clay. I wrestled uh, Scotty. Um, Great Scott. and and then uh, From there, yeah, it was right after that. It was me and Will. It was me and Will. And the only time me and Will really didn't have a one-on-one match was the Impact Show where we were all in that big 12-man scramble. And y'all
0: still had little moments where y'all kind of... Yeah,
3: even in that match. You
0: kept the story going, which was, you know,
3: people were paying attention to this. Yeah. It was awesome, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, it's funny, like, coming up with, like, how to, like, come up with a 12-man scramble match, like, how you put it together. And it's like me and Will really only have, like, one moment to make make it like our story known and it's funny uh it's uh like there was came down the mean wheel will and two impact guys and we're having to stare down and it's like all right we're gonna do this they're looking at they're all right we're about to go at it and as soon as we go in like i just clock them from behind like screw being a teammates yeah that was them. awesome like if i'm gonna make one moment matter it's gonna be that you know oh, yeah yeah, yeah. And then, so so,
0: tell me, how did it feel to be in the ring with some of those guys?
3: Oh, it's awesome! You're I, only
0: a year in. Mm. I've seen I've seen the Mac on Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of those guys been out there making name themselves for a
3: while. Mm. It was a, it was a blast. Uh, you know, honestly, I was just I was ready for it because you know that's the thing about being around Booker T, training day in day out. You're just like being around guys like that. It's just it's just it's not I'm gonna say whatever, but it's just like. You're, it's a job You know what I mean right. You don't look at it As like as a fan It's, or a, like level, it, it's a level It's a playing field Exactly yeah. You know what I mean I, I, or, I look like I belong there when, Like in my head That's how I see it I belong there with those guys You know There's nothing that says They're better than me In my head You know you know they got the contract But I'm working to get That contract too Right That's head. awesome yeah. So from there
0: The impact show This mm. is what July uh, the Beginning of July Technically what Four or five times Y'all met up And then y'all Jumped into this ladder match
3: Correct afterwards? Actually, the ladder match was before that. It was uh, oh, a okay. ladder, ladder right. match. It was a uh, man. It was a third. It was our third match. It was our third one, and we started in March. Was that your first ladder match? Yeah. Well, I did one back in the day at training with uh, Gustavo <laughs> and, uh, in front of nobody. But yes. oh, yeah, but that was a long time ago, and that was completely different than the one we had out there. It's a uh, reality that, of wrestling Hall of Famer. Yes. Yes. For yes. First first inductee. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But that was a. Uh, completely different ladder match than the one I had with Will, for sure. It was definitely a, it was an adventure being in that match, for sure. You know, it was a, a lot of high risk we took and a lot of, um, I had a lot of fun just coming up with the match the week leading into it with thoughts and ideas and stuff, and I'd love to be a part of a match like that again, for sure. I love those giving matches. You know, I've only been in two, with that in the street fight, but I don't know what it is. I feel like another side of me comes out in those matches that I like, that I feel like helps me later on when I'm just in a regular match I get, I get like uh, I get something out of those matches that I can use later on in my character
1: let me know it's, it's like you're telling that story it's like in a regular match you tell a story yeah. and we get that but when you take a gimmick match and tell an even more in depth story that mm-hmm. says a lot too I mean cause you're reaching up you know what the goal is you know you're climbing the ladder and everything mm-hmm. and it's just that part of the story but then you took a street fight mm-hmm. and then you told an even better story with that I mean, at the, at the party, yeah, we we not have to talk about you in that beard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I mean, it's just to to keep the crowd just focused and entertained. I mean, they're gonna cheer all the stuff going on. But the fact is, you kept them hanging, and they're just mm. like, "What's gonna happen next? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen next?" And you're getting them up to that level, and then finally, when it's pow, it's just yeah. they're just like, "Oh my god!"
3: All building up to that on? one moment, yes.
1: right?
3: For sure. I. Uh, that was a fun match. The street fight calling that the week leading in. Like you're right, it's just the, everything. Ha- everything has a, like a purpose in those kind of matches. You're, it's like a, a crash derby. You're just everything's designed to do this, do this, and then you have this big moment. And then how do you top that moment? You yeah. do it at the very end. You yeah, know? It's, right. It's a cool. It's a cool like journey when you're actually out there doing it. It's fun to be a part of because you know like. You feel like you're like you know just controlling the crowd as like a puppet master or something, you know? Because you know what's happening next, but you can't make it seem that way.
0: So we had Will all day last episode, mm-hmm. um, and he talked. We talked about street fight. Mm-hmm. Let's hear your version, man. Beginning to end, how did you feel? What you think what was running through your head, through your heart? Oh, I, um,
3: um, I was like, I was. Uh, and that day was funny because we had so much First
0: of all, I just want to say I love the fact you weren't in tights either. Just the street clothes <laughs> yeah, really yeah. kinda
3: brought a different vibe uh, to the sure. match. Me and well, Will were talking about that going into it. Like uh, it. Yeah. It's old school. That's yeah, like it's old school. in uh it's a perfect gig, uh showing of Our, me and Will's characters. We're just <laughs> two completely different characters, like yeah. he's gonna wear the tights, he's gonna be a flashy. I'm done with this guy, I wanna end him, I'm ready to just like yeah. take care of business and that right off the bat I thought that uh that and it's the details, man, that yeah. really,
0: you know, uh, for people paying attention. Right. Which if you're wrestling fan. Or a fan of Talk to the Chess Radio, you should be mm. paying attention. Yeah. Um, right. Woo! We got a woo from Mr. 409 over there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, just you coming out, mm. attacking him from the back in the first few moments yeah. set the tone.
3: And if you, uh, everything that matches design, like for a reason, like the reason I did that, attack him from behind, was the month prior, I'm coming out down my entrance and he just suicidized me. So I'm like, you know what? We should do something like that, but my way the next following month. Right. We called that, like, honestly, like the, the moment that previous match happened. And then from there, uh, I don't know. We just wanted to make sure that it topped the ladder mesh. That was our main our main goal, and we weren't sure what Which was, was a tough to top. Exactly, like we weren't. You know, like how do we top this? And then day of, we had so many ideas, so many spots called. And I swear, like it felt like 70, 80% percent of what we called originally got got cut. Like you can't do this because you know it's a live it's a live camera crew. That there's too much risk right there. A lot of that got cut off. So then we had to restructure it the day of, and like uh, we're like, well what we had originally was was gold. Like, can this be is just as good? And, like, I feel like uh, we did that, you know? You know, but sometimes less is more. Exactly. So, yeah, mean, and that I, was Booker, That, was Book's, yeah, that yeah. was Book's biggest thing, you know? And we were just, sometimes you get caught in the moment, how do you get the crowd, what they want. But at the same time, it's like, you know? Man, they, and that we were there. That crowd was on fire <laughs> from the beginning that
2: you came out and you hit them in the back. Yeah. I mean, it just went up, 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 <laughs> up. It was, un-
3: I mean, it was... Beautiful. I'm glad. I Appreciate so. it. Thank you. It Means a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was my thing. I want fans to go home thinking about something that night, and that was our that was our match for you know, sure. Like, so
0: we talked a little about Will. That was one of the first matches I've taken my my sons to. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we, we talked about this, but like you know, for me, I remember uh, WrestleMania three and and Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan and, and Hillbilly Chip and King Kong Bundy with the, their midgets and uh, Macho Man Little and, People. Uh, and no, uh, uh, <laughs> back then it was a midget match. I had the VHS, <laughs> <laughs> set it on the VHS, uh, and. Uh, uh, you know, that was a Macho Man and a and, uh, 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 Ricky Steamboat. And that was my first wow. Like, their first wow mm. is Will All Day and Brendan Steen in the street fight. That's awesome. Where I've never seen them light up, I've never seen them pay that much attention. Which it I gotta was, say I've was, been to shows was, with his kids before. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And they always root for the referee. Do yeah. <laughs> <So. laughs> they boot do they boot Isaac They do. like my kid wants to defend him, you oh, know? Yeah, he's that's like, awesome. Oh yeah, that yeah, guy's or he's like just trying to go against knowing my kid, everybody else is booing him, so he's like, I'm gonna cheer for that guy, okay, you bro. know what I'm saying? I'll let so. Isaac know
3: he has a fan. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> hey,
0: I'm a fan of Isaac, bro. Yeah. I wanna get a shirt with him just in the air. <laughs> like, a picture of Isaac just jumping. Oh, like, he's, he's great. Oh, yeah. dude. He had so much more to a picture or two. He's just a moment a, in a match. We, we, he uh, sent me a boomerang. Guap uh, sent me a boomerang, and it's, it's, he missed it. So it's going <laughs> all day going through you um, in the table. But missed that second. <laughs> But it's just Isaac jumping. He's on concrete. Like, there's no bounce on concrete. But he's still in the air. He and I was like, hops. oh, I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Recap. You come out, you attack him from the back, let's hear your end of the story. What do you remember
3: all that happened? It's oh, been a man. while. I just remember like I wanted uh you know like how most like typical wrestling matches start off where the baby face gets over. It's the shine. It's where like, you know, the crowd gets behind. I I didn't, I didn't want that. I wanted our match the tone to be I come out from behind and I, I make the crowd believe like you're not gonna win this. And that's what I thought we did up till you finally got over on me. But uh mm-hmm. from there I mean uh it was a, it was just a crazy match. I remember like in the beginning, um, we had the we st- the stair spot, <laughs> and I could not for the life make the damn stairs <laughs> underneath that bottom row. Saw that. Yeah, Saw yeah. That. And I, like, thank God, I thank God for Kevin editing it because like you don't see if Isaac had to like, you know, lift <laughs> yeah. the yeah, <bottom laughs> lift up the rope. Did <laughs> no, no, oh, like, you know. it come out in the show? I didn't even notice. I, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they edited. It, they got out. But, what, like,
0: what, well, it's funny though. Live, you pulled it off because you, yeah. you you made it feel like it was part of your frustration. Yeah, you were just was, like ah. Like, you know, and like, you're even
3: more mad because the stairs wouldn't go in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't think it was like that noticeable, but uh, I just remember, like, in the moment, you're like, "Oh my god!" You're panicking. You're like, "What the hell?" Yeah. So, but then we he finally hits me with the dive or whatnot, and we went over to the uh, the following spot, which was uh, his family or whatnot, where we went through the barricade. I, I mean, it's just like I can recall that whole. Like, his family the, was there. It was just uh, buddies. Okay. I, I'm not sure if his family got a chance to make it out, but I know his buddies were there, and we had them plan it in that moment to where. Uh, what was it? I hit him with the. What did I hit him with? I don't even remember. But they are there, calling, talking trash to me. I go over there, getting their face, talk trash to me, and I turn around. Here comes Bill, tackling me through, and that started the whole. Was this pre? Sh-
0: that was post beer, right? Uh beer, pre beer. Post
3: beer was like when we came back all Post the way around. So, so, okay. Because yeah, yeah. they
0: went
2: out And they went all around. Okay. And then the beer still. Like happened. there
0: were so many times mm. I couldn't see what was happening because the crowd was just That's little That's funny. the main thing
2: I kept hearing and, back from everybody. But
0: it was so good because you went all little around. I a little bit of a problem. I could see little bit of a am a midget. <laughs> so, so this day, 2019. so a yeah, but yeah. so the crowd was so hot bit of a little you know, my kids looked back at me, and I was like, just shook my head, like, yes. And they they took off in the crowd, you know. So that was cool. You're through the barricade, what were you thinking? What what is it? As, as a wrestler who fights in an audience? What's running through your head?
3: Oh God. Please not hit anybody. I don't want to get be sued. Yeah, like, yeah that's like, what I was thinking too. Right. Oh, like, these like, guys I don't want like, to get, get book mad for doing like, you know, yeah. y- there's just a lot of risk in those things. I know. But, I was uh, trying to
0: hand y'all a steel chair, but <laughs> nobody was paying attention to me in the ring, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, take this chair. And he literally comes and grabs one that's like literally less than a foot away from me. Uh-huh. Like, I'm like, you literally just take mine. <laughs> like.
3: I'm just trying to be part of the show, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So but, um But yeah. out there in that moment, like uh, when you're out there in the crowd, a lot of that's I mean, you can't call it. Something just has to happen. Like, the, me getting thrown into your chairs. Like, the crowd doesn't move and get up. That spot doesn't happen. So there's just a lot of chances. Yeah. And a lot of, like, unknown you're, you're entering. But, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's fun, for sure. Be up that close where fans, like, you know, they can come and touch you or whatever. You know, you can yell at them in their face. It's, yeah. It's just a cool experience. The energy. <sighs> energy, yeah, for sure. How do you explain that? Oh, man. Uh, I, I can't th- compare it to anything in life, honestly. It's it. That's just, for me, that's... What gets me like is that energy, that adrenaline when you're out there in front of the crowd, when you're performing. Uh, it's I, that's what I live for for sure as a wrestler in the concession stand. What was running through your head? <laughs> the concession stand. I had a concession spot, believe it or not. I'm gonna tell you a quick funny story. The night before, I must have spent like eighty to hundred dollars on like the trash can, and then I spent all this money on the concession stand spot, where I had like chips of Cheetos and you know uh, popcorn, and then I had chili. We had this whole plant spot planned out, and like it all got scratched. So it's just sitting there that whole night, like, and everybody's like, hey, if you're not using it, can I eat it? And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. But yeah, the whole spot originally was going to be uh, me and Will work over there, and I was going to grab the chili and throw it at his face, and he moves out the way, and we hit Isaac or, or the raft yeah, yeah. with the chili, and then I come back at Will with the ladle because I just can't stand him so much, and then I come, he back, body drops me through the window. That was oh, the original was, plan. Yeah, I yeah. crashed the table. The concession thing goes blows up. They were like, nah, it's too much of a mess, and I get it. But I was just like, damn, that was... A lot of money I spent. You know, like, I'll come back. I'll clean it. I'll clean it after the show.
1: Yeah. yeah he said I got the trash can. That's right. right here too. Uh, but
3: I, I don't regret it. You know, uh, you take chances on that. Like if they yeah. approve that, if you know, as an artist, you want to, you want that to happen. You know, and you, you yeah. know they're not. going to pull the money the, out. You
1: didn't
0: pull the old, oh, But I already bought the stuff. Nah, nah. Come on, Buck. Uh, um.
3: <laughs> he kind of, he give, you know, he says what's, you know, what you can and can't do, and you just, you uh, work the best around it, you know. Yeah, For sure. Was the, was the beer spot planned? It was, and original was shot down, but we got it uh, last second. Like, all right, we can keep that. Right. Know? I mean, that was the that was the one spot we called that we got to keep. Yeah. Anytime anybody that. does that, I think I
0: think people get emotional, especially the Attitude Era fans, because mm. it's just a throwback to Stone Cold. Like, yeah, you just yeah. feel that. Mm. Um, and not that Sandman wasn't doing that in ECW. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But I think the, the Attitude Era fans, like, as soon as as soon as you go and you had the pose, you know, you yeah. just get that nostalgic. A vibe that little tingle down your spine, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And then the super kick to the face yeah. while you're drinking, like it was gorgeous, right? It was gorgeous. So, um, how does it feel? We land on a table. Oh, a man, how many feet in the air would you say, Mr. Loss? I don't even know, dude. He was, he, he was high. Mm, yeah, where yeah. does the ring start? What's the top of the b- turnbuckle? Do y'all know?
3: I used to know, I forget.
0: Um, yeah, it's About it, ten? it, it's He's high. Yeah, it looks like yeah. 10, maybe probably ten.
2: one another, maybe.
0: 13, 14? Oh, yeah. Maybe. You know. What's uh, running through yeah. your head? You're laying there.
3: I'm just trying to think, how can I like, just, r- just race for impact? the, just best <laughs> the match play. of your life. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was funny. Like the whole, you know, match before that, I was like, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm not that, you know, I'm not that being banged up. And I'm like, all right, I think if I just, this ain't going to hurt. I'm not going to lie. That hurt. That really hurt. The second he came through, I just felt like uh, I went through a car wreck or something. That's the only thing I could compare it to. I couldn't breathe for a second. But, uh, you know, look at the reaction we get, you know, like, the fans, yeah. went, the fans went nuts. Because that, that had to happen. Like, that was the perfect way to cap off that rivalry, you know, give, yeah. uh, to get the fans what they want.
0: Does it, sure. feel like, does it feel like forever when you're sitting there? Does it feel like slow-mo?
3: <laughs> it, yeah, it does, especially the babies, like, taunting or whatnot. But luckily, Will just got up there and, uh, you know, looked at the table, looked at the rope, and guy went up there and did it. But, yeah, it definitely feels like eternity when you're laying there. Mm-hmm. I'd say, uh,
0: for me, match of the year, so far, um, he, I mean, years not over, but yeah, so right. far, yeah, I, I, mean, appreciate, it just, I appreciate. It, 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 it set the bar. Like yeah. I, I think, um, and no disrespect to um, what, what's he going with Di- Dido Madden or Ryan, but that's a hard follow-up, man. Yeah, yeah After yeah. that, you know, I, appreciate it. I felt bad for the girls. They did pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, they came yeah, out after they were, y'all. They were following you on. Yeah, I
2: mean, I mean, they still stepped it up and they did good. But it, it's hard to follow a the gimmick match match like that yeah. when the crowd is. It just was. I've never on seen a fire.
3: Audience, like yeah, that. I could be wrong, but I I've appreciate never seen it. it. I, yeah, you're right. It's tough to follow, especially when we got like so many months of working together leading up to that, as yeah. opposed to the girls who were just kind of thrown into that. I think it was a scramble match. Yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah, they, but the girls, they, they did a great job. That whole show from top to bottom, I thought was great. The, yeah, it the, was. the vibe in the locker room was just solid the whole night. Like, really, uh, a team, teamwork kind of thing.
0: You step back through the curtain after just getting pummeled through the <laughs> table. Yeah. What's the vibe? What's uh, spread through your heads? What's said to you? Did you eat some chili? Uh, no, I didn't get a chance to. <laughs> <laughs> you start handing chili out. Look, they are going to eat these yeah, chili yeah.
3: dogs. I paid good money. Oh, man. Uh, we got a standard ovation when we came through, and uh, people were checking on me, obviously, because I had blood going out of my mouth. But, uh, no, I was fine, and uh, it was just a great moment to, like, have, uh, you know, your the respect of your peers like that. When you, you enter the room, everybody, you know, stands up and, like, applauds what you did for the show that night. It's a really cool, great feeling. What did the book say to you all? Oh, uh, just excellent job, you know, way to, like, go out there and, like, give the fans what they want you know y'all have been telling a great story for months now and that was a great way to you know top it off it was everything we wanted to do and uh i'm glad i'm just glad we got the chance to do it you know be in the street fight like that as far as your career would you say number one match you've had definitely for sure absolutely just what, a great uh, great match all, all around what's number two and three? Ooh, that's tough I have to go to ladder match, too. It's tough. I mean, Will's, Will's a hell of a competitor. Uh, he There's something about him that just brings out the best of me. Um, when we were coming up, we were very competitive, me and him. You know what I mean? We had our differences at first. You know, our friendship is funny. It, it, uh, we were really good friends, but it wasn't always like that. You know? oh, yeah. But uh But he brings the best out of me. I, after that, I'm trying to think. Um, I got to wrestle... Uh, I gotta say my debut match against Bulkster, <laughs> just 'cause like it's my very first match. Those are the matches you'll never forget. Yeah, you know? yeah. and it's the guy. Uh, he's, he's he's Hulk Hogan, but he's not like his game gimmick Hulk Hogan, but he's called the Bulkster. Yeah, yeah, and I just remember uh, I'm Joey Jersey. Like I just that's probably number three for me for sure. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: You're at a local wrestling show. You're having a blast. In fact, you're having so much fun that you forget you are homeless. You don't have a place to live. After the show's over, after all the streamers are thrown, after all the bells are rung and the finishers are hit, you get out of that show and you call Anthony Macaluso with Realty Solutions. That's Anthony Macaluso at 409-789-6533. Whether you want to rent, whether you want to buy, you just need a house. He is the man to call. In fact, he's a fellow wrestling fan. After he'll get you in a house, you guys can sit front row at the next indie local wrestling show. That's Anthony McAluso with Realty Solutions. Check him out, 409 789 6533. Check it out, baby. Kevin Bernhardt, mm. Chop of the Chest alumni. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Why
0: are you laughing at you? <laughs> I asked him, anything you want to say about Brendan Steen? He said, and this is coming from the guy who's been Booker T's right-hand guy for how long? Uh, Has been in and out of WWE rings, has seen it all from beginning to end, is Reality Wrestling's cog that holds it together, Mm -hmm. have seen everything. He says, short and sweet, but he says, Steen is the hardest-working guy I know. Mm -hmm. Let's take a pause there and realize how many people he knows. Right. It's, it's hard to get him to take time off to rest Someone that would give you The shirt off his back Just watch out for that Louisiana bar temper
3: <laughs> That's what he's saying
0: New Orleans You got
3: a bar story for, with, for Mr. Kevin or what? Uh, we actually had like an incident At Stut with this drunk guy At their after, after show one night And it was in front of Kevin and all the boys And they got to see like a certain side of me when I get provoked, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not an aggressor. I'm a lover, not a fighter. But, like, you know, you disrespect me or you disrespect my friends or people I care about, I'm going to step up. I'm going to step up. What's the story? Oh, man. I was walking to the bathroom, and this guy... It's uh,
1: so already getting good. Yeah. Right. He, he said something to a
3: girl. <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't catch what he said, but... Uh, it was one of your girls? One of the girls? Oh, my now. girlfriend, my, my, my girlfriend Chelsea. Uh, oh, he
1: said something to her. He said
3: something to her. He I couldn't make it out or whatnot, and then... Uh, I don't know. I, I got into his face and I said, what do you say? And then it was just, it was, I, I, we, were, we were all drunk. It was just a little back and forth tat. It's really not a like special story. It's just like, right, it's right. really stupid. But uh, it happened to be in front of Ryan and Kevin and those guys are going to hassle you. You know, you're like, you know, we're yeah. on it. But uh, I don't know. I don't take it back. You know I mean? Like I said, you disrespect people I care about. I'm going to, you know, stand up for what's, what I think is right. You let the guy walk away? Oh, yeah, I'm not going to hit him. I okay, mean, you know same. what I mean? Yeah, it's not, it's uh, not worth getting arrested over or nothing like that. Right. You know what I mean? And, uh, he didn't hit him with a chair yeah. right, right. <laughs> and He's like, oh,
0: yeah. he just got
3: out of a street yeah. fight, goes into another bar fight. <laughs> But nowadays, people, so. it's so crazy times of live in, you know, you, you start something and you get shot or sh- stabbed over. It's not worth it, really. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. She needs a heel, so he probably would s- sweat the leg. <laughs> nah, I just right run here, my here. mouth from across the
0: room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a little chihuahua. Tra- blow, no, blow, <laughs> blow, <laughs> blow. <laughs> but I got some
3: good advice that night uh, from Ryan. He goes, you know, you, you being a, a wrestler, you got to, like, take in the fact. Like, these people are going to try you. Yeah. You know, whether they know you or don't know you. Like, they just, oh, he, he thinks he's a wrestler, this and that. They want to test you. You just got to yeah. ignore it. You got to be the big person, and you got to be a professional. Wrestler, you know, professional coming first, and uh, I, I learned from that night. And I, you know, I try to my best to ignore something, but I don't know. Again, mm-hmm. disrespect. I'm not a big fan of that. Right, that's good. That's yeah. good. Look at he's like a knight in shining
0: armor over here. There you go, yeah. yeah best heel in the ring. Best guy in the bar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's I like true, that. I like that, um,
3: Kevin Bernhardt saying "hardest working man." He knows. How does it make you feel? Um, it means a lot. Uh, God, coming from Kevin, like you said, you've seen a lot of people come to that gym, and uh, for him to say I'm the number one hardest worker, uh, and I have to like, I have to keep that you know reputation going. You know, that means that that says a lot to me that uh, that people see me that way. And uh, it's my job to like, you know, I just got my break by the way. I just came back from New Orleans, got to spend time with my family, but today uh, is my first day back training. Well, not with y'all, but I'm gonna go training after this and. Uh, I just feel refocused and recharged, my batteries, you know, as far as taking that trip and being back. I feel like uh, the best is yet to come, and I'm, I'm working right now to, to that goal, to that, to that road or whatever. So what is that goal? Uh, I want to be, uh, be the guy I row, you know what I mean? And I'm trying to be... I want to be the bad guy. I want to be the you real. Know, I want to be like the main event guy. You know, that's my my goal. And I know I got a lot of competition, a lot of guys to like go through to get there. You know, we got a kind of just incredible roster of guys like Gino, Rex, uh, Ryan, Oz. I mean, it just never ends. You know, and, what, what we, you and guys coming up like Will, you know, and Clay, like all these guys, Zach and Warren. I mean it's just it our roster from top to bottom is so competitive and such a, a treat to be a part of. Some of the guys you just named, what makes them special? Oh man, they uh some of them, it's just like how young, they, how talented they are at their age that they're at, you know? Uh, it's amazing. Like, I'll give another one, Angela. Oh my God. Like, this girl is, a, is just a freak athlete, superstar, and she's not even like 22 years old. You and know? other
0: promotions, besides row, and they're like doing, you know, triple whatever, but she's with Zach and
3: Warren, and that looks really good. It, uh, yeah, they like, did. Like, I've it, just seen pictures of it, and mm-hmm. it's like, wow. They did it inspire, and like, I saw the photos as well. I didn't get to see the the, the footage or nothing, but it's just something about it. It's like, it works. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that'd be a There's great. There's a vibe It's yeah, a cool yeah. thing they've got going on with that. I feel like they could bring it over the road easily. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, Let's talk about your training. What guys are really just taking their time, and you Uh, owe your wrestling career to?
3: Oh, man, I have to go back with – start with um, Louis Mendoza for sure. was one of the key people for me in the beginning, learning what I learned. And, And also another one was Paul Cook back then. Um, Ryan really has been that way for me a lot my entire career back then and now still to this day he's always given me a when lot you of came, when um, you came back were you surprised to see where some of the guys were yeah I mean yeah I just like uh, I, I, I've seen Ryan you know after all these years still doing it it's just amazing because like it, this is not a ballet and it takes a toll on your body but Ryan like I just feel like he's just getting younger it seems like you know he's just becoming a better performer every time he steps out there and uh, he's got a high he's got a really high ceiling you know him uh Gino, God, for someone so much younger than me, I, I've never learned so much from someone like like him. He's just a wealth of uh, stuff you can learn from. Uh, Kevin, another one. Like I said, Aiden. I mean, you're just a plethora of guys. Even guys who I'm on the, on the come up with, you learn from. You know, we just we all learn from each other, and uh, we're just trying to help each other grow and move Roe into the, uh, the its next chapter, which was I, I assume you know TV deal. That's what we all want. You know, we want to we want to make it special. We want to compete with Ring of Honor, Impact. AEW, that's where we want to do. I mean, you're definitely in the same conversation. I hope, that's you know. what we hope, we really want that, we want to be that, uh, you know, we want our buzz to just grow, not just from Houston, but around the you know the nation. That's what we want yeah. to do.
2: Do you know if there are going to be any more live shows like, like the one that was done for uh, Summer Champions, that it was run live on YouTube. Is they planning to be yeah. every show
3: be live or? No, I think it's gonna go back to our, our, our original criteria for now. I think our next big one is Christmas Chaos, and then after that is our January live show. Usually, uh, those are always. usually it's Christmas Chaos, Summer Champions are always live no matter what, and then they have like these special ones, like when Booker T came back and had the Russell Rex. Like those are obviously gonna be live, or when Impact comes out, of, you know, out of nowhere those would be live but I, I would assume the next one would be Christmas Chaos unless they make the next the following month the Gold Rush Tournament you know like finals maybe they might make that live I'm not sure El Guapo do you yes, have
0: it. something ready
1: and he goes to the phone he
0: goes to the phone you need an introduction for one on one for one on one with yeah. El Guapo yeah, <laughs> yeah. A little music let's hear it let's hear it on the mic make something in up in. right now go 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 Awkward silence.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, general all ages, it's now time for guaps. one on one. <laughs> you gotta let, him, ba, 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 let know what we're doing. We just threw it at him. We don't even know. I like, I like the music. <laughs> yeah, intro. Yeah, yeah. Intro is great. Ba, ba,
0: da, da. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Copyrights. Copyrights.
2: So usually it's like a little rapid fire, but it's always <laughs> the slowest thing ever. We, we
0: shoot for rapid fire, but it's never.
2: So I'm just gonna bing, ask bing, you a couple bing. questions. Mm. Um, you just answer. her, um, favorite mm-hmm.
3: wrestler? Ooh. Oh, man, I got to go Bret Hart for me. He's definitely the one I've watched the most. <laughs> I'm wearing stuff. my Dungeon shirt right now. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. I know. He's just a big influence on me. You can see it in my gear. You can yeah, see it in I, know, I, a lot, actually, of, yeah. yeah, a lot of the moves I do. Um, just I, lo- I love Canadian wrestlers. That's another thing about me. Like a lot of those guys, you know, um, Benoit, Christian. Let's uh, go on on. Dynamite Kid. I mean, just I love a lot of the Canadian wrestlers. You know, Owen. Yeah, those are my those are my guys for sure. Nice, like it. Favorite finisher? Guy, go diving headbutt. Yeah, I know it was not Benoit's finisher. Well, it was in WCW, yeah, yeah. In, in certain well, matches. Well, I thought he used in WWE, too. He used it several yeah. times. Yeah. In your idea, he'd win whenever once, but always, people mm. remember for the crossface. Yeah, um, that's true. But the head, I love the diving head. It's just is the, a, the perfect picture in midair, I always thought. Have you done it before? Or? Yeah, that's my finisher, actually.
2: Okay. yeah. yeah. Well, let me see. Let me see. Least favorite finisher.
3: Hmm. That's, I never think about that stuff. Well, uh, let me see. I don't know. Okay, there was this one. I think it was Randy Orton's first finisher. It was called the Overdrive, and it's uh, he puts his leg over the guy's head, and he has his arm, and he they just do, like this like little like uh, rotation with the leg in the guy's head. I think that was a pretty crappy finisher, if I to be honest. I'm still looking for a heart Punch. Oh, I love those kind of old <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I love like the claw. Not and of that that of oh, the you know, claw great. Yeah. The <laughs>
0: heart Punch. The heart Punch. Just look little no. punch to the heart. You see? With the way I eat, y'all need to learn that, because I'm going to need that one day when I'm <laughs> we're in the middle of the podcast, and you see me start to go down, give me the heart punch, pow!
2: I'm a fan of the small package. I like the small package. I know it. Now, this could be anybody, dead or alive, doesn't matter, dream opponent. But you can have two, one
3: who's current, uh, yeah. or one who unicorn, <laughs> I mean, don't <coughs> matter. I think it would be Macho Man for me. I just think wide work and Macho Man would be the funnest match of all time for me. I don't know. He'd be a, he'd be a real blast to work. He's so awesome. Yeah. Mm.
0: He's in my top three. I, mine, I watched, mine as well, yeah. I watched yeah. his debut match the other day, and just coming through the curtain, like, you just knew. You know? <laughs> Star, yeah. something about this guy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? The way he worked the crowd. It was, it was I'm tripping really out.
1: He was a professional ball player. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, he then was. he went to
0: wrestling.
2: I'm yeah, like, you drafted by the
1: Reds, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He
2: was an athlete. Mm-hmm. So, when you're in the gym or working out or whatever, what's your go to jam? your pump-up
3: jam? Uh, probably Nirvana. I love Nirvana. As he's yeah. wearing Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> Nirvana sure. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love uh, Nirvana. Let's, let's switch gears. What do you love
0: about Nirvana?
3: I love their, like, just punk rock style. They're uh, in-your-face. Uh, I always love their live stuff way better, too. If you want to listen to, like, Nirvana, I always say the way to listen to them is, like, check out, like, their Live at Reading album or... Uh, Somewhere in New York? Uh, no, I think Live Reading was uh, in England. Oh, no, the one. They you, have uh, a Live Reading. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, the Unplugged mm. one, right? Were they the yeah. first one to do Unplug? when MTV used to do Unplugged? No, I don't think they were the first one, but they were definitely, like, uh, one of the most famous ones uh, they have done out of there. Do That'd you be, have a plaid shirt? I do not. Actually, you know what? I got a hand-me-down plaid shirt that I did not buy. It
1: works. It, it works even yeah. better. It works. it works, right? It's even yeah. more grunge, right? It's
0: even, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I, I'm not. <laughs> Let me rephrase this. My cousin had the Nirvana Nevermind album. And every time I ride with him, that's all he would listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of grew up on this whole punk rock vibe, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, Nirvana was always that band that everybody <laughs> tried to sound like. Oh, yeah. And so all these other bands would, like, I mean, they were just playing Nirvana and changing the lyrics, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I was always kind of had this bad taste in my mouth about Nirvana yeah. for that reason. But mm-hmm. then you listen to them or you see them live and you just saw the... I don't say before their time, but just their, their vibe live and what okay. they did to the crowd and the way they changed music. Just so I'm, I'm
1: getting my game up, man. <laughs> I, I didn't you. know about them, man. Come As You Are, that's like one of my favorite songs. My, yeah, my yeah. favorite
0: song of all time, mm. Come As You Are. Yeah. And so um, I'll give it to them. But most grunge bands wasn't my vibe. Yeah. always felt like uh, they were like punk rock's ugly cousin, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> like, yeah. it wasn't, but they were under that punk rock genre. That Seattle scene, I just, yeah. I just considered grunge always a different vibe, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, we can talk music here. I ain't scared. <laughs> I ain't scared. Sorry, guaps, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, good job. That was the, the rap fight. Final. I like his one-on-one. There's still one three on of one. us, and we always <laughs> all chime in.
1: It's never just one-on-one. Thank you once again for another season of One on on one one. with the 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 outro.
0: (laughs) Where's Dougie when we need him? I mean, uh, Diego Del Cruz when we need him.
1: Real quick, guys, have you ever seen the show Fresh Off the Boat? I have not, but it's on my playlist. Okay, so, man, the funny thing that you're talking about Nirvana, because he's listening to gangster rap. His cousin introduces him to gangster rap. Then he's like, man, I can't wait to see my cousin again, man. I got these new rap albums. His cousin comes in. And this show is like set in the '90s, so he sees his cousin again. His cousin got the flat shirt on. He's like Nirvana. He's like, man, I don't care. It's whatever, <laughs> right. man. He's like, what happened to you? This see Joe Nirvana, and I'm like, oh, come it's on. It's a here. whole mood. Yes. <laughs> this is getting real on the podcast.
3: Do you feel like Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain? I am not. A, I into the conspiracy. I think uh, he just. Yeah, I think he killed himself. Yeah, by the... And I know a lot of people like to take that side does Courtney
1: just, love Yoko no. I don't know
0: <laughs> but thank God for Yoko going alright guys come on
1: no. No? no I'm the only non-Beatles no,
0: fan no, no. I'm the only no. non-Beatles fan there's two kinds of people in this world Steve. there's, <laughs> El, there's <laughs> Elvis people and there's Beatles people no, not and even. I'm an Elvis guy so one of the first times
2: I asked him because he music we're talking about music whatever mm. and I asked them. so are you a Beatles or Rolling Stones because it's either one or the other yeah <laughs> what was my answer. Excuse me, and he's like, "I'm no, neither. I'm an Elvis guy." Elvis. Mm-hmm. There you go. What? All <laughs> <coughs> of all of
0: them honestly. I'm dying. Oh yeah. yeah. Elvis <coughs> killing. Them. What you got over here? Ooh. Stones, Nirvana. Nice. This Some this, this podcast is a completely different twist and I'm totally <laughs> okay with that. Right. Oh. Brendan Stein. What does the world need to know about Brendan Stein?
3: That uh I got a lot to show, you know. I'm on the I'm on the road to uh, making a name for myself and uh if you come out there and watch me wrestle, I'm going to give you the best performance I could possibly give. You know, my goal is to go out there and give you something you can take home and remember, you know, for, <coughs> for for your life. You know, that's what I really try to set out and do, you know, for you to remember.
0: What is one opponent, one opponent you're dying to get in the ring with in front of a live studio audience? Hmm. At row or just uh, in general? Let's do
3: both at row
0: and then wherever. That's tough.
3: I think Rowe would be fun to go against Gino because I've just I've, I've probably training with Gino more at uh, Reality Wrestling more than anybody. I feel like uh, I learned how. Uh, it'd just be a fun match. Uh, big leagues. Um, I'd love to work Jericho honestly, or Jericho Orton. I feel like you could just learn mm-hmm. from those guys. You know, you could come out completely different wrestler just working one match with them. You know.
1: You know, go it's funny that you say you would do a match with Gino because. I see you guys as the workhorses. I mean, much love and respect to everybody at Rowe's. But, I mean, like, I'm getting ready for work in the morning, and I'm checking the social media to see what's going on. Man, you're at road. You're training like a madman, right? Mm -hmm. And then right before I lay down, because I got to get up to go to work in the morning, the Gino's still at road, man, training. So you guys are, like, on a different thing, but at the same time, you're working towards the same goal, but the motivation, the hunger is there, right? Mm -hmm. Whether you're by yourself or you got people in there, you're constantly training to get to that next level to become better. Absolutely. So that's, like, that right there, to me, that is, like that's what separates. <clears throat> I'm not disrespecting anybody. Don't take it as disrespect. That separates boys from men, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The the little extra that you do. It's not what you do while everybody is watching. It's what you do when nobody's Behind looking. Behind the scenes, right? absolutely,
3: yeah. And it's a it's a contagious environment we got it, bro. And, and right, just being around guys like Gino, you just want to you want to like work just as hard, if not outdo them. And it's you just make each other better by just being around each other, training with each other, and uh, a match with him would be special for me, for sure. Yeah. I think I can make that happen. <laughs> no, i just kidding. I think we're both here. Think, match. Mm-hmm. It'd be a while, though. I think G- Gino's uh, he's, he's looking like a good heel right now, so it might be a while before we meet I up. So that's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, there's no way that could happen. <laughs> Two heels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> makes no sense.
0: Come on, Eddie. Why you gotta ruin everything? It just makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it'll be, it'll
2: be a good storytelling to, you mm-hmm. know, one of you guys, and I see him more turning face, Maybe a year from now, who knows?
0: Yeah, you never know. I don't know what that match theme just had. I think he grew in fandom greatly. After no, he's still a heel.
3: Match. Thank you. I want to change There's
0: nothing sexier in the world than a heel turn or a face turn. That's more of a heel turn. I praise <laughs> myself when faces go bad. I like it. Yeah, so he's a good heel right now. Right. But he I could mean, turn, he could become. No. What do you call
2: him? <laughs> I think he's doing great. That's what he's doing. I'm gonna show up there and keep booing him. Like Appreciate you're supposed you. To. Why does everything? Thank you, thank you for your booze. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why
0: does everything gotta be labeled? Why can't we all just live in a world where you can love a good bad guy? You know what I'm saying? A world keep without would just be chaos. Keep it healed, baby. That's what I'm
1: saying. But a question. So you, you cheer him, but then you cheer me also. What's that about? I just cheer you because I love you. It brother. makes no
2: sense
0: whatsoever.
1: Get it right. I'm sir. a good heel. I have no
0: loyalty. I do what I want to do. Yeah, we know. This is <laughs> <complete> chaos, <laughs> anarchy. Just right here. A... I don't know how you can sleep at <laughs> night, <laughs> like a baby, <laughs> <laughs> like a baby. Mr. Steen, is there somebody at row right now that we just should be keeping our eyes on, man? Somebody you're excited. Some of these rookies coming up. Anybody really stand out to
3: you? Um, I'm trying to think, uh, who's coming up right now? We just had a. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of guys, you know, like I'll I'll, I'll, I'll give somebody's name if you don't hear about it enough, and that's Clay uh, Roberts. He's Clay just, Roberts. He's a technician in the ring. Uh, he's somebody you should just keep your eye on. He's just somebody like uh – I don't know. Something about him screams like a future Quackenbush. He's really just that. He's just a genius when it comes to the ring, and he, he's only like 26 years old. He reminds me of a young Daniel Bryan. Yeah, yeah. He, he gets that a lot because the look and yeah. like the his style of wrestling. But uh, he's just a wizard when it comes to like technical wrestling, and really a pleasure to put a match together
1: with. That's amazing, mm-hmm. Mr. 409, Nine. Do you have anything for Mr. Steen? Man. uh... <laughs> so I've been knowing Mr. Steen for a long time, mm-hmm. man, from the yellow tights. Yeah. Tell, me, tell, me, the <laughs> tell yeah. me the story. Tell me the story of these magic yellow tights we keep hearing about. Okay, man. Uh, I, it's not my story to tell. It's just when I first met him and I introduced to him, man, uh, as uh, <laughs> Jersey. Yeah. Uh, when yeah. I met him, man, he had the uh, yellow tights on. But, man, he was uh, one of the coolest guys I met, man. And it's just uh, interacting with him. And he goes out there. I'm trying to remember who you were working. We were in Alvin. Alvin. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. wasn't Bam, Bam? Was no, it? it wasn't Bam. Did you wrestle Coop? Oh, God. I'm trying to remember who you wrestled, but, man, it was just... It was the tights. <laughs> and then um, I remember uh, when you stepped away, and I mean... Uh, and uh, Gustavo, you know, Goose, mm-hmm. much shout out to him. He actually wore them as, uh, as like a tribute to you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that says something. When a guy represents you by wearing your gear, that means something, right? Because it's not just, uh, in this business, you'll meet people who you come into contact with that you're cool with, or you come into contact with people who have mutual respect but then you might come across some people who were true friends. Mm-hmm. And to see you guys, that when I first seen the Rogue Guys, with Ransom, Bolster, Robbie. even you, yeah, Robbie yeah, yeah. and everything, you guys were truly friends, because, I mean, mm-hmm. that bonded you. Like, the bond that bonds us to Chop to the Chest, our love for wrestling went like that. Mm-hmm. Because you wouldn't expect, what, a safety guy... You know... Wait, there's no answer for me? you know, you know a photographer. Barber. You know, a barber. You know, Jack of all trades. And, and I don't even know what you do, but you dress up every day. I don't know.
0: You
2: could, a you could be a villain. I don't know. So, I'm an engineer by education, but I'm a project manager. Okay. I, I still don't know what I do, though.
1: <laughs> that sounds fancy, right? Well, when know. something bad happens, they probably come to you, right? But... I mean, it's that bond that wrestling is just that real. It takes three guys and put them together like it took you guys. Y'all all all came together for the one purpose. We're going to train, we're going to get better, and we're going to show everyone... What we bring to the table yeah. as a part of Booker T Wrestling School with our training, yeah. so I mean that that speaks bounds to me, man. Yeah, I'm very
3: grateful for all those guys' friendship because back then I was 19, alone, didn't know anybody. Didn't know anybody. They, they right? really were like a second family to me, and uh, they always will be. You know, a little, you know, like I always hold a little part of me, something dear about those times. You and know, that.
1: and all the time I've known you, I never knew that you came out here by yourself. Yeah. And <laughs> to be honest with you, you have a lot of people who want to take that step, but can't because they're mm-hmm. nervous you got your money you work and you yeah hey i'm gone five six hours away mm-hmm. some people can't even go two hours down the road yeah, right. you drive five six hours to a different state yeah. hey i'm here let me do this it's just a passion you know that this business gives me and uh,
3: i'm just so grateful and lucky to be a part of it and I hope i have a long uh, career well, you know well,
1: the business lucky to have somebody like you my brother
3: Yes. It's kind of words, brother. Thank you, man. So we
0: are Chopped to the Chest Radio, a love letter to local wrestling, besides reality of wrestling. Where you are the breakout star of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, What are the promotions have you been working with and that you really like around Texas?
3: Uh, i work worked a lot out in the Dallas area, San Antonio area. I worked for uh, DCW. Uh, worked for Heavy Metal. Um, There's a lot of places I worked for uh, VPW out in Corpus Christi. Uh, there's just a lot of promotions out here in Texas. This the state of Texas has a lot of uh, like opportunity out here in wrestling. It's just getting bigger and better. There's a lot of places I want to I want to work for. I want to like love the opportunity to work for Inspire or love the opportunity to work for Hurricane Pro. I love to work the opportunity for uh, there's another one too, I really uh um, so I always forget Oh Lion's Pride. There's just like there's a lot on my plate that I still wanna like go out and uh, achieve. And uh, Man, so, I, I it's say, a great
0: scene. I say that because You know, I was a dude at one point that only knew WWE. I didn't know that these things existed. Mm. So if there's a wrestling fan out there and they're listening to what we say, I always try to put over not just Roe but other promotions because we are just about local wrestling, man. Somewhere in your city, somewhere in your town, there's a spot you can go check out live wrestling and every single dude that you've seen in the ring at WWE started somewhere. And fortunately, we're in an area where they started here. A lot of them started here. You know, and they're making their way to bigger, better WWE, AEW, Um, ring of honor Mm -hmm. all these places but they had to start somewhere Mm -hmm. and so it's amazing to follow these stories of people who start the guy took your ticket one day and now they're holding a WWE belt you know what I'm saying (laughs) Um, um, it's just an awesome story from beginning to end and so we want to inspire the people that listen to this podcast to go out and be a part of local wrestling be a fan booing the faces cheering the hills or whatever it is that you want to do. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm getting dirty looks all across the board. <laughs> uh, uh, a fan in the audience doing whatever you want to do, but be a part of local wrestling, man. It's what we're excited about. Mm. Mr. Steen, yes, what sir. do you love about professional wrestling?
3: Uh, the action, the drama, the storytelling. Uh, good guy, bad guy. David versus Goliath. Bully versus underdog. It's just like it's just storytelling, and it's. Uh, I don't know it's, it, I mean yeah we go over stuff in the back but it's nothing about this is really rehearsed you know what I mean there's a lot of out there like in the moment feeling and action and I, I just love that I love the spontaneous just I don't know performance it is anything can happen any given moment it feels like out there in the ring El um, Guapo
2: just thank you for your time today thank y'all uh, thank you for having great me stories. looking forward to for your journey to continue mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking forward to keep booing you <laughs> So, Please do,
0: thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Not from this guy, buddy. <laughs> you won my heart.
3: Oh, your, I got a fan. All right, here we go. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. No.
2: <laughs> gotta keep booing, gotta keep yeah. booing. Other than that, just good night and
0: good luck. That's, a, that's, that's where we're going? Yeah. You forgot about my man's over here. He's supposed to toss the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> they the What they are you doing? They can't hear you move your hands. They got to, you got to. It's a 409. Bring them I'm in. Only,
2: I'm, only, I'm only
0: here to put myself over. I hear you. He's talking about being oh, the oh, face there. Oh, over that's here. rather heelish there, mm-hmm. sir. Keep it real. Keep it heel, baby. I'm making shirts. Sure. <laughs> keep it real. Keep it
1: Keep it heel. Man, I tell you what, man. No matter where you are, no matter where you go, if there's independent wrestling, go out support the boys, man. Check out the show. Get you some nachos. Get you a soda. Some chili. chili. With chili. chili. There you go. There you go. Hey, when you get chili. <laughs> say steam when you chili. do it, man. Kick back, relax, and watch these guys entertain and electrify like nothing you ever seen. Before, Also, by the way, I got something big coming up for you guys. Man, I got Chevy and I got Eddie throwing their hands up, trying to figure out what I'm talking about, which you'll see soon enough. If
0: he doesn't hurry up and tell us, I'm going to start making stuff up <laughs> and just spread it across social media. <laughs>
1: Liar, <sir. laughs> So The biggest thing I can tell you is just... Uh,
0: Man, this better be worth it. <laughs> oh, it's He's be- built it up so much that no matter what it is, we're going to be disappointed.
1: Uh, how's that? Just be just be ready. This, uh, it's coming.
0: All right. All right. All right. All right, Mr. Steen. last words, anything you want to let, let the world know about you, about wrestling, about anything, the mic is yours, my friend.
3: I'm not sure when this is going to air, but our next show is uh, right here on the 14th of September, uh, the Goldverse Sherman. It's going to be me and Clay, and I can promise you we're going to have a hell of a match. Come out and check us out. Come see the show. Everybody's going to be, it's going to be a great match. Great tournament style. King no, this is Aaron way after that.
0: So they had an amazing match, guys! <laughs> I won! I won! <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does. I hope he does. I really like Clay Roberts, too. I want to be tossed up. I actually cut Clay Roberts hair. So now, awesome. and when I'm in that moment, when I have a, a, a guy I cut hair and then one of my favorite heels in the ring together, I don't know what to do. I'm going to be cheering for everybody. <laughs> just
1: because he said that, just imagine if he wins and and then we're hearing this, yeah. and then the x files music plays. It's like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right? So That's what mean.
1: you're saying is that you and Clay might be having a
0: barber barber match. Oh, wait, what? Huh? <laughs> I'll, t- I'll talk to some people. Okay, I'll pull okay.
1: some strings. Uh, my <laughs> locks
3: are too valuable, my locks.
1: You give him that make. one opportunity,
0: <laughs> on TV, and he just gets it. Right. He may not have hair by the time this airs. Oh, <laughs> You're listening to Chopped to the Chest Radio. I'm your boy, Chevy Read the excellence of podcast execution with my man, L. Guap, and my brother, Mr. 409 Nate Laws. We want to thank you for listening to the love letter to local wrestling. We are Chopped to the Chest Radio, baby. Woo! Awesome Brendan man! Thank you so much for being on the podcast I'm super excited Our next week's guest is Jenna Lynn We've been trying forever to get her on the podcast Even when she was still training um, Fun, we talk everything from wrestling To Harry Potter To her stalking random wrestlers Just a joke, Jenna. We stick and love you Um, and her love for all rock and roll and everything wrestling and what's going down in women's professional wrestling right now. So be sure to check that out. Again, shout out to Brendan Steen. Such an awesome podcast. And be sure to get your tickets now on October 12th to Reality of Wrestling, The Rise to Wrestling Royalty. Go out. Check them out. It's realitywrestling.com. Get the tickets. Get in the seats. Start cheering for the faces, booing the heels. If you're in my book, you got to keep it real, keep it heel. Let's get some love for those heels out there, baby. This is Chevy Chavre, the excellence of podcast execution. Shout-out to my boys, Mr. 409, Nate Laws, and the man El Guapo himself. Um, Thank you guys for doing this with me. We are a love letter to local wrestling. That's Shot to the Chest Radio. Woo! We will see you next week with Miss Jenna Lynn.